Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. We've been talking about the cost of being single all week on the programme. Everything from renting, trying to buy a house, just the cost of living in general, socialising on your own, holidaying on your Todd, parenting solo, loads of different, different things to consider. I suppose one of the biggest concerns that I always have is actually thinking about the future and planning uh, for the future. I should probably be better prepped than I am. But anyway, Sarah Jane Tobin is the content editor with evoke.ie. Sarah Jane's on the line. Are you prepped for the future, Sarah Jane? Uh, no. <laughs> it's the short answer, Andrea. Um, to be perfectly honest with you now, this is not me admitting defeat. Uh, I do believe that I will meet Prince Charming someday, but at the same time, I'm not being naive. I'm thinking that, you know, um, I'm, I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket. I, but at the same time, like I'm, I'm trying to, you know, learn about pensions and and investments opportunities and stuff like that as a single person. But it's absolutely impossible uh, in Ireland. Like Ireland isn't a country designed for single people. As you said there, you know, like trying to get a mortgage on your own is near impossible. Mm. You know, even getting a taxi home from town if you're on a night out with your pals, you're paying for the taxi fare on your own. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everything is just so. It's so. Um, it, it, it's so exasperated. It's so exaggerated, rather, um, when you're you're single. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I mean, I years ago, like I was married for, and when I was married, I had a pension that I was paying into and stuff like that, and I ended up cashing it in. Uh, during lockdown and I have no pension now anymore um, so you know I'm kind of like going on a wing and a prayer myself and it's funny because I'd often talk to my girlfriends about it uh, the others who are single and like we have a laugh and a joke and we, we say oh do you know what like down the line we'll, we'll move into a mom you all the moms will move in together and <laughs> we'll support each other <laughs> genuinely like what you know what's the alternative I can't keep working until like I'm ready to hit a wall and you know yeah. die <laughs> like and I've paid into society I've always paid my taxes it's it's just it's one of those things that you're just kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. You don't know what's what's the best thing to do. And I mean, you know, I need like the idea of actually putting money away for the future when I actually need money now, mm. day to day. But to, sure, there's so much to put money away for. Yeah. This is the problem. Uh, this is the thing. Like you just don't know where to start. And you know what? What's the best option for you? Like where, like if you have an extra fifty quid a month, what's the best thing to put it into? I actually genuinely couldn't tell you. Mm. Couldn't does tell it? You. Does it? Like, does it worry you at all, Sarah Jane, when you, like, and I, like, of course, you know, people's circumstances change, absolutely. But I mean, the what if element of life is the bit that would worry me. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm kind of, I'm one of these people that I try and just, <laughs> I try not to think like 10 steps ahead because then I will freak out and I will have a proper panic attack. So I just look at today and I just kind of say, okay, for the next month, this is what I need to get through just to, you know, make ends meet, pay the bills, um, all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, like, I, I do have kind of a low-lying anxiety when I start thinking 10 years from now, where will I be? Will I still be living in this house? Will I still be, you know, working in the job I'm in? Like, don't get me wrong. You know, I, like, I have a good job. I'm being paid a good wage. But I just, I, I can't, I can't see how I'm supposed to be able to invest mm. in the future and, and be able to put my feet up down the line like because I mean state pension like you're not going very far in state pensions no. these days either like the cost of living has just gone through the roof um, so it would be nice to think that there is an alternative out there that there is something I can do as a single person and you know as I said at the start of this like circumstances could change and I could meet someone but isn't it the smart thing to do to always kind of have your own kind of agenda when Absolutely. it comes to things like this as well. Well, I'm hoping that um, Paul Merriman, financial advisor with AskPaul.ie, might be able to shine a little bit of light on some of this for us today. Um, 
we shouldn't give up yet, Paul. Uh, no, <laughs> definitely not. Um, look, this is all about planning. I mean, uh, a lot has been discussed there. The main thing you need is some element of the financial plan to see where you are now. And it doesn't... The good thing about having a financial plan is that you might have to implement anything today. It's about knowing that you can affect it in two, three, four years' time. Especially someone that might have children and uh, might be on a single income, single or separated, uh, got to be widowed. But at least you can see... What's going to happen when the kids get to school? What happens when they get to education, like total level education? So the pension doesn't have to be important in place today. And obviously, if you're 60 years of age, it's going to be different. You've got five mm-hmm. years to go, maybe. So it's about trying to look at where you are today, find out where you want to get to by 65, 67 years of age. I mean, you've mentioned a state pension already. It's it's appalling. And well, that's the thing. So there's, yeah. there's no widow's pension when you're no, single. No, no, there's not. And as well as I believe, when you get to retirement age, you know, the, the state pension is not going to help many people. I, I think it's going to be 70 years of age. For anyone who's listening, it's in their 40s, you know, but it's when we get to 68, it won't be paid at 68, in my opinion. I think it's going to be 70, if not even a little bit older. Um, there's going to be massive pressure. So it's got, you can't re-rely on the state pension, my point. But also, as I mentioned slow on the show before, a lot of people have mortgages up to 70 years of age. Absolutely. Um, and the way the interest forever. Exactly. So this is the problem. So you need to have the plan in place. But what it sounds like a lot of people when they're single uh, have one income in the household is they automatically kind of freeze and think, I can't do anything. You've mentioned already going from week to week or month to month. Um, the important part is is to get it down on a plan look at it over 10, 15, 20, 25 years I mean if you're in your 30s you've got 30, 35 years to figure this out it's a long time so you don't need to really stress or panic too much today in my opinion uh, but get the plan in place and say right in 5 years time if I've done this by 5 years time or achieved this in 5 years time mm. I'm going to be on track and get yourself out of that anxiety or get yourself out of that worrying situation and that's really the benefit of a plan first of all now we mentioned pensions briefly there the good thing about a pension plan if you're on a higher rate of income tax the government is going to support you up to 40% relief so they're almost like somebody helping you plan for retirement age uh, and it's really important for single people to really concentrate on pension planning as early as possible more so than obviously someone in a couple in a relationship because they've only got one income obviously so yeah I think the pension you mentioned 50 euro per month there maybe if you had it if you're on the higher rate of income tax you know you can gross that up um, and, it, and it's a place to start. Uh, it's not going to be the save and grace your retirement plan, mm. but it's something to start. And you might get it up to 100 euro a month in two years' time, and then maybe 300 a month in 10 years' time for 20 years. And that will really make a big impact. Is there a percentage that you recommend of your income? No, I never recommend percentages for anything because yeah. everyone's different. It's very hard. Yeah. Like, I mean, sure, if you're a single yeah. person versus a couple, should yeah. the stats are... A hundred percent. And again, the, the, good, the good thing when someone's in a relationship, unfortunately for people single, you know, they might have one person the higher rate of income tax and one the lower rate of income tax. Um, so they might fund one person's pension. Yeah. They might always just fund uh, the pensions getting the higher rate of tax relief. Uh, so if anyone's in single, obviously, and they have the lower rate of income tax, so earning typically under 40000 per annum, they only get 20% relief off the tax man. So it makes it even a little bit more difficult. Um, main things to consider here, though, are between now and retirement age, also want to make sure you have your protection policies in place, like of income mm-hmm. protection and maybe specify serious illness because if something goes wrong, again, you've no one to rely on to cover your income or cover your mortgage where, God forbid, somebody in a relationship and they get to 45 and they have maybe, God forbid, a cancer, they have the other income to rely on to keep the mortgage or the rent and keep the kids going, everything happening. But if you've only got one income, that becomes 10 times more difficult, obviously, and more stressful. So, I think it's great that we're thinking about retirement age, but you have to narrow it in as yeah. well. Say what happens in between now and then, especially if something wants to go wrong. Oh eight seven fourteen hundred one zero six is the WhatsApp number, though. Um, if you're single and maybe you're thinking about 
putting plans in place or preparation. God, it makes it sound like it's, you know, <laughs> the, the end is coming. I don't mean it like that, but I mean in terms of just preparing for the future. If you've a query for Paul, you can send it in to us. Clara is on the line as well. Um, Clara, are, do you think about retirement as a single person? Hi, Andrea. How are Hi. you? Yeah, absolutely do. Um, I'm very actually happy to be on the show because I found out about um, FIRE, as in FIRE is a financial independence retire early mm-hmm. um, group, and they talk a lot about retiring early, not just retiring. <laughs> um, and when I found out about them, I was thrilled. It totally changed my my perspective. But I quickly found out that I was also not in the main bracket for the people who achieve this. I'm also a single mother. I have three boys. My sons are 22. One is 18, just got his leaving cert today. Oh, and the other one is, yeah, we're really happy. The other one is 14. And I've been in the single parent income for now 10 years, you know, raising them. So, of course, it's a lot harder. This, the, I'm, I'm a little bit behind on the brackets of who's going to see this. But I did put a plan together. And uh, I don't know, I, I could give you an example, for yeah, example, of how I yeah. go about. Okay. So, one of the things I realized is that, apart from the, the, the challenges, is that I needed to do some lifestyle adjustments. And it comes down to two principles. Let me tell you about them. Number one is financial administration, and number two, financial investment. So what I mean about the administration is that I, I had to figure out how to live by my means and have no debts and do a budget. The second thing I do is I save money, and I look for deals in utility and food and et cetera. So I save a lot of money that way. And the third one is cutting down on emotional purchases, and this is a big one because the night the night out turns out to be a hike out instead. You know? Okay. Um, so, and then the second one would be the financial investment, and I, and I learned I heard your list um, one of your speakers there talking about um, how to invest. You know, and it's a big one because I also had to learn a lot. And it's, what I did pick up from it is the pensions. You know, the private pension, for example, is a great way because you can draw down the money a little bit earlier. Um, I also started to learn about stocks and shares and investing. You don't need to invest a lot of money to put on that, and you know, it could, could increase exponentially. And the second one is finding ways to um, buy property, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't think about buying property just in Ireland. I would go abroad and find places that have a, a better, a better and um, property market, you know, to invest in. Okay. And the idea is that the combined investment of all of these can become a drawdown. For a sustainable income and an early retirement. So for me, I see that being in ten years. Sounds like Clara's well set then, so Paul. Yeah, it does. And in fairness, the the, the fire movement um is, is can be good for people. Uh, but you're the owner of the fire movement always kind of limiting your spending now and leaving living a more frugal lifestyle to live a very frugal lifestyle for the very foreseeable future. So you might retire at fifty or fifty five years of age. Um I'm not a Big fan, to be honest, of the form. I think it's great from an educational point of view, uh, but I think you need more of a balance in, in your life mm. with income. Okay. And that's the, that's the one fear I have about the fire movement. Um, but going back here, need to have a pension. The, the, the very simple part of this is the pension plan is going to be your best friend here because the revenue commissioner is going to be that second person funding for your retirement age. Is that, Sarah Jane, is that sort of, you know, in your planning, is that what you kind of hope to start, start back up again? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not great when it comes to finances. <laughs> I'll freely admit that. Tell me about but, it. you know, the pension is the, the thing that I kind of, I did everything I could to try and keep it and whatever, but it just, it just wasn't feasible for me at the time. So I had to, I cashed it in and I kind of was kicking myself. 
Um, I am in my, my early 40s now, so I know, like, it, it's great to hear Paul saying that, you know, I have time, <laughs> that mm. it's not it's not the end of the world, that I don't have one right now. But my only thing about it is, you know, I nothing is kind of guaranteed. And I'd love to kind of sit down and say, well, in two years' time, I'll be able to put this beside, this aside yeah. because I will be on this amount of money. Mm. Like, you know yourself, you can't, you can't allow for the markets, you can't allow for the economy here. Like, God forbid. You there can't was allow for the... Pandemic. The, the 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 unforeseen as well. I mean, that's the yeah, other. Yeah, you know, and that kind of that's the thing what, that kind of gives me the low lying anxiety that I'm kind yeah. of you know no, I, I have the that. best of intentions, best of intentions, but at the same time I'm I'm kind of like is that going to work for me? Um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I'd I'd love to actually, I'd love someone to actually sit down, look at my bank balance, look at my outgoings, and kind of say to me, right, get rid of this, and instead you're going to put your money into this because. I, I don't know. I, I'm just kind of thinking maybe I'm missing missing a trick. Okay. Pension is obviously the one to go with, but you know what you sacrifice in favour of that. Well, that's exactly what we'll do. So we'll do it after the show. I'll contact you. We we'll get that going. <laughs> we'll sit down and and and, and we'll discuss sit down it. And do it. L- Lindsay is with us as well. Lindsay, are you prepped financially for the future? Um, I'm getting there. Yeah, I, uh, I'm starting a pension now in September. So um, I'm self-employed, single mom, and I just think it's important to have a pension, have a bit of a nest egg for the future if you can. Is it something like that, Sarah? Was Sarah Jane's point, um, Lindsay, around that kind of, you know, the low level of worry or anxiety about it? Is that something? Do you ever experience that? A hundred percent. Like within one year. Um, I got evicted twice and I had to go in for surgery, which I wasn't prepared for in February. So while recovering from that, that was a definite eye opener of how you have to be prepared for, you know, especially as a woman and as a single mommy and stuff uh, to be prepared for, you know, um, circumstances that happen that yeah. are unpredictable things that happen in your life, you know. And you're self-employed um, so as well, did I? I'm self-employed, yeah. yeah. So I just started off small and I'm going to just take it, you know, just take it from here and, and hopefully build it up as I go along. But um, also I'm, I'm a gardener and I work for a lot of elderly people and um, I see how important it is to have, like, something to fall back on because, you know, life goes very quick and... Uh, you're going to need, you need something to fall back on when you get older and you can't go to work and you can't be working anymore, you know? There's a number uh, there's a number of texts actually, you know, just coming in um on this as well, Paul, today from, from listeners. But just by way of, you know, Lindsay and Clara and Sarah Jane that are all here, the pension is the first point. The pension has to be the first point because the tax rate Get is going one. to be there. So the, the revenue is going to be like your partner here. They're going to help you fund for yeah. that account and retirement. So it is, look at it that way. but you also get the kind of, you get an, an immediate benefit too from it. You do. Yeah, you get your tax relief straight away. And especially if you're self-employed, it's going to reduce your tax bill. Uh, so it's, it's it's a complete no-brainer. Um, so yeah, the pension plan is going to be the first thing. And then after the pension plan, you really have to keep an eye on either a renting situation or a mortgage situation. Um, not to scare people, but you know, if you're renting and you're not looking like getting on the property ladder by the time you get to retirement age, you really need to have a phenomenal pension plan because the state pension is not even going to put the roof over your head in relation to rent. Um, if you have a mortgage, if you're looking enough to have a mortgage, you want to put a plan in place to clear the mortgage probably, hopefully, before 60, at least 65 years of age. Um, and this is where it come in because you're going to have probably listeners that maybe had a pension plan before. They maybe mm. worked for somebody five years ago, 10 years ago, they had a company pension plan. It's important to, if you have that, if you're looking to have it in the past, even if you're not contributing now, 
is to find where that pension is and make sure it's working in your favour from a charging point of view and investment point of view over the next number of years okay. as well. Um, so yeah, double down the pension, then look at your at your mortgage uh, or your living situation. Um, and then, you know, from there, all you can really do is make sure you don't fall yeah. into the debt okay. trap, which is a, which important that you get into the short-term debt <laughs> if you can, because that's going to kill your income. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. We're talking about the cost of being single and planning for the future financially. 1800 453 106 is the number if you want to join us because we're talking to financial advisor uh, Paul Merriman who's still with us today. A number of callers as well actually just talking about their own plans and trying to prepare financially too uh, for down the line. Um, Paul, just a quick question myself. I mean, the one thing that always strikes me has sort of been funny. Like we have the mortgage protection and we have a pension, but like, you know, probably should start to consider either the sickness cover or income protection or something like that. Yeah, 100%. We mentioned this before the break there actually, you know, so from a a protection planning point of view, protecting your income is the most important. So in my opinion, the most important product, financial product in the marketplace is income protection, especially if you're single uh, or self-employed. And what that policy does is that if you end up out of work for any reason, uh, from a sickness, sorry, an accident or a sickness point of view, the income protection policy kicks in and with the state benefit covers up to 75% of your income. So if you're 40 years of age, you know, and you're on a 50,000 euro income and you qualify for the policy, you get the policy in place and you go out work through an accident or sickness, the policy kicks in, pays 75% of your 50,000 euro with the state benefit up to age 60, 65 or 70 years of age. Mm. And this is so important for single people because they don't have another income in the household. So if something does go wrong, uh, they're going to be in trouble. And again, this policy attracts income protection. But are they not very expensive policies to buy I now? I don't think so, no. I mean, it depends on obviously your age, depends on where you work. Uh, so it depends on whether you're kind of sitting at a desk all day or active on a building site. It's going to be different premiums. Yeah. Um, and also depends on how long you want the cover in place for. So there's really good ways. So some, some clients will only cover maybe the mortgage. So they say, look, I'm only going to cover the mortgage. I can qualify for 75% of my income, but I only want to cover myself for maybe 15 or 1,800 euro a month yeah. to make sure the mortgage is covered or else somebody wants all the protection. So you can design the product to suit your back pocket is really important. But also the revenue commissioners, again, will give you 40% or 20% tax relief towards the premium. Yeah, so you're getting covered. So yeah. it's amazing. And don't forget... If you're self-employed, you know, if you work for somebody, you might be looking up where they might cover you for three months. You might have an income protection plan and work. Like most multinational companies, banks, insurance companies, etc., will have income protection with their staff alongside the pension plan. Mm-hmm. When you're self-employed, you don't have don't that. Sure I know. Yeah, so I you're know. better off putting it in place. Ben is with us on the line. Ben, what's your question for Paul about this? My question was that for young people, it's very overwhelming. Yeah. So I'd like to know his recommendations on, like, the future for a pension for young people out of school or maybe only starting a job and they're so like worried about everything what's the like plan yeah you know I mean? really good question so what I say to anybody that's that, that young that's just out of school or just out of college is to be honest with you you know you don't really need to be thinking about the pension planning just yet you have 40 years to go to be fair I think there's so much information out there like if you look at a spreadsheet a spreadsheet will tell you that if you're 20 years of age you're going to fund for 45 years or a 65 years of age retirement age you're going to have way more than somebody who starts 20 years later but the spreadsheet doesn't know what your hopes and ambitions are. You might want to get on the property ladder in the next 10 years and move out of your parents' house. You might want to travel the world. You might want to set up your own business. So it's very important to sit down with somebody and say, this is what I want and this is what I'm thinking. How can the plan help me? Um, so again, you hear advisors saying this all the time, get into the pension plan from as young as possible. And yes, it does make sense, obviously, from a financial spreadsheet point of view. 
But you want to make sure you have no short-term debt. You've got maybe a short-term investment account in place and you have to have one eye on the property ladder. There's no point in getting to 30 years of age, having 20,000 euro in your pension plan and not having a deposit for a house and still living in your parents' box room. That doesn't make mm, sense to okay. me in logical terms. So just think about what you want uh, and being able to put the financial plan around that. Text here in 87 106 um, This listener is very recently retired, single, living alone in a three-bed house in receipt of 248 in the contributory state pension and includes €22 Euro living alone allowance. I'm thinking of seriously renting a room out to a pensioner friend though under the €14,000 per annum Great scheme. Idea. Will I lose the living alone allowance? No, I wouldn't say so no because the rent the room is completely different uh, so you still get the €14,000 tax-free. Um, so you're living alone, the living alone allowance is in relation to not being in a relationship with somebody and uh, that's what that is. So there is some grant, not a grant isn't the right word, but there is an allowance then obviously. Oh, there is an allowance, yeah, allowance. yeah, from a living alone, living alone allowance once uh, you means get that uh, it will be means tested, yeah. Uh, I'm 43 and don't have a pensioner. A pension says this texter. I'm single and on, in- and on an income of 36 grand. I have my own apartment. It has a mortgage. I have no idea how to future-proof myself. I struggled with savings. I'm usually broke by the end of the month. Is there anything I can do? Number one, put a budget in place. Um, you know, get a good budget plan together. Find out where your income is going. Keep one eye on the mortgage with mortgage interest rates, uh, especially with single income. Um, and then if you can afford at some stage over the next five years, try and see can you start putting in maybe 100, 150 euros to the pension uh, if you can afford it. If you're going to get tax relief at 20% on that income. Um, so for every 100 euro you put in, it's only going to cost you 80 euro. So if you can afford 20 euro per week, basically, it'd be a good thing to see can you get up and running sooner rather than later. Uh, and then see can you increase it slightly uh, over the years. Uh, you may, Somebody mentioned earlier from the fire point of view, the fire movement, you know, when you haven't a single income, one thing I do believe in is making sure you're fighting for every single penny. So making sure you're looking at your expenses on a monthly basis. So whether it's the TV, uh, you know, whether it's the Sky or whatever you're using, Virgin mm-hmm. Media, whether it's your ESB, your gas bill, uh, your your phone, your broadband, making sure you're shopping around on an annual basis to save as much as you can. Because if you can save that extra three or four hundred euro, um, obviously it's it, it, it should be in your pockets or somebody else's. And you put that into the pension plan again and get the tax relief. All these small things over a 10, 15, 20 year period can make a massive okay. difference. Mark is 41 on 55,000 single. I don't own a property I'm renting, but I have a pension that I pay 500 quid a month into. I only started it about two years ago. What else should I be doing? Um, to be honest, again, from a mortgage point of view, we're living we're trying to get the mortgage debt down as soon as possible. You say you had a mortgage, right? Uh, no renting. Oh, rather, Don't yeah. have yeah, a property, yeah. yeah. So you need to get a property. Yeah, you need to have one eye on the mortgage here. And this is really important because that pension contribution is really, really good for somebody that age. Um, however, my biggest fear would be when you get to 65 and you want to retire uh, is that the majority of the pension is going to be going to be putting the roof over your head where you still have a chance here to get the mortgage paid over 20, 25 years. Um, so I would probably be diverting towards how do we get a deposit together? How do we get the property ladder? If you're single, the one thing you should be looking at here is the shared equity scheme from the government with the first home scheme where they take a bit of an equity play with you and looking at buying a new build if you can where you're going to get to help the boys. So there's a lot of government supports there to help single people as well um, if you're going to buy a new build in particular. So I would be definitely diverting attention to make sure I have a mortgage and I don't have an expensive rent or a mortgage when I get to retirement okay. age. 1800-453-106 is the number if you have a question uh, for Paul. This listener is 24. I'm working full time. Should I be considering a pension now? I am single. 
Um, look, again, the spreadsheet's going to say yes, but it, you want to prioritise, in my opinion, you need to prioritise at that age, being out of debt, making sure you have some element of an emergency fund, savings together, uh, and then maybe look at the pension and also have one eye on trying to get that deposit together over maybe next 10 years. So a long-term normal savings or investment account, probably before the pension, truth be told. Now, if somebody's 24 and are listening they have an employer company pension plan, go into that ASAP because you're going to get the employer's money and the tax relief as well. Um, so it does depend it's different advice I suppose for everybody depending on what their overall mm. financial makeup is but at that age you know you've got 40 years to figure out your pension planning um, and I'm not sure what the income is but typically speaking probably on the lower of income tax at that rate um, at that age maybe uh, so yeah I, I would definitely focus on maybe other areas of financial planning and nailing that maybe over the next year or two and saying right by 26 I want to be making sure I'm debt free have somewhat of a savings plan for a mortgage investment account and then I might consider the pension long term. So you want to be looking after short term you first. Okay. Uh, medium term and then considering the long term. We have plenty to think about Paul over the weekend yeah, but we uh, <laughs> as always listen thanks a million for joining us uh, on the programme today. Financial advisor uh, Paul Merriman who's um, one half of the two Pauls in a pod podcast. Isn't that right? <laughs> yeah. Plenty plenty more advice there too. Paul thanks as always for Thank joining us on the show. Lunchtime live at newstalk.com that's the email address. We are talking though just in general about the cost of being single and and planning for the future the financial retirement is what we're talking about today. Mary is on the line. Mary, how are you prepped or how have you found retirement? I love it. Absolutely adore every minute, Andrea. Well, I wouldn't be listening to your show or, other one, or <laughs> all the other wonderful shows on News Talk. I you, love it. My life has taken a totally different direction. In what way, in, Mary? I, I was um, in financial services on my life and I, the last job I had there I absolutely loved. I was a forensic investigator. I oh, missed that kind of research and all the rest of it because I really loved it. Yeah. And I, I've always written and I've, um, I've always been in a writing class. And I, I started and I started one of a series of five books. One is edited. Okay. The other, you know, so never say never. I did, um, through a friend, she asked me would I do the decorative and fine arts course with her after I retired. That lasted a year. And since then, I'm gallivanting all around Europe, <laughs> looking at architecture. Yeah. And had you, did because you, pla- like, had you prepped for that financially, Mary? Had not, you set? Not, no, we, it was after the big financial crash. We were um, culled, as it were, in the financial sector. Okay. And we, we lost our, the power of our shares. They were worthless. And no, I wasn't. Um, I got a few bob, but sure, that went against a new kitchen that I lived with for 30 odd years, we'll say. Well, no, 27. So I just had me time now. Yeah. Loving it. Are, are I had you, my mortgage paid off. You did, you did that paid off, so you were, yeah, okay. And are you single, Mary? I am, yeah. Yeah. So you you wanted to go and travel and, and enjoy it, but I suppose despite everything we've been talking about, the you know, I don't want to call it, not the stress of it, but I mean, obviously people do um, worry a little bit about the future financially, but it's your experience, I, I take it, has been fairly positive. Well, my mother taught me one thing, Kerry woman, wise woman, and she said it might never happen. You could spend an awful lot amount of time worrying and it's using up positive energy. And I was blessed yeah. with that advice. Just bite the bullet. I, I, was, I went into town with a friend of mine. She wanted to buy a pair of diamond earrings. And um, 
was they were considerable of a price anyway. And she said, "What do you think?" I said, "Of course, buy them. Of course, you're worth it. Get them." And we got it. We got them down from three thousand nine hundred to two thousand seven hundred and fifty. Nice. And she bought them. And on the way in, I had a wonderful conversation with this woman who asked me would I help her cross the road. An eighty-four-year-old who was afraid to cross the dual carriageway out in Ballybrack, Lockton And I had a lovely conversation with her. And as soon as she was off the bus, I had another lovely one with the lady whose whose father told her, never put your your eggs in one basket. Don't work too hard in your workplace. Have a good life balance. And she was going into town to enroll in um, Spanish Institute because Mm. she got an extra 5% by presenting herself in person. So I just thought, good for you, girl. Yeah. And she's met loads of friends, and so have I in the writing group. Different writing groups. Love it. Keeping busy and finding... Have a plan. Yeah. You must have always something to look forward to. That's good advice. Thanks a million, Mary, for getting in touch on the programme today, sharing your experience with us. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.